What's up, guys? Today's episode of Titus and Tate is the weirdest episode we will ever do. Um, it's the weirdest thing I've, I've ever tried to do in my entire career. Uh, for a few reasons. First is the obvious of, of what is going on in the world right now. Um, but the, the, the less obvious thing is if you're watching this, uh, if you're watching the video, you might notice that I'm the only guy on screen. And if you're listening to this, you will notice soon enough that I am the only voice you will hear. Um, this is the voice of Titus. I'm the Titus half of the Titus and Tate combination. Uh, and Tate is not going to be doing the show with me. And here's why. Tate is sick. <laughs> um, and I wish I was joking. I am not joking. I'm 100% serious. Uh, it's also Tate's birthday. It's also Friday the 13th. And Tate wanted me to make it clear that he's turning 27 and he lives in LA and he believes in the 27 club. So I don't know. We're connecting a lot of dots and has a lot of people freaked out. Uh, no, in all seriousness, Tate is, is under the weather. Um, if you're following the news and God, I hope you are, uh, you might jump to conclusions about what this might be that is afflicting Tate. Um, we don't know. We don't know if it's that. We don't know if it's that thing. Um, I Tate, as I've been told, uh, did not test for that. He, he's just doing the self-quarantine route, uh, just locking himself in his bedroom and, and waiting until he feels better and, and or the two weeks or whatever it is. Uh, that, that, that's the route he's going. Um, and so I, I don't know if it's that. Um, but I do know that he let us know that he could not do a show. Uh, but what, what I wanted to do though, I still felt like it was important that we, um, did something. I, I don't know why I, it's, it's a very bizarre situation. Obviously, uh, I don't have the answers. I'm not your hero. I've not like, it's not like me coming on the show and talking into a microphone, talking into my cell phone in my kitchen, in my apartment, uh, which is where I'm at right now. Cause I'm kind of quarantined just like everyone else. Um, it's not like I thought that by doing this, I, you know, everyone's going to calm down and, and be okay with the tournament being canceled. That's not the, that's not the point of this. It's more of just like, uh, just talking through it, man. Like, it's just like, I, I'm in the same boat as all of you. Um, I, I don't know what's next. I don't know. Uh, I mean, if you were paying attention to kind of that, that Wednesday to Thursday news cycle, which it felt like every 10 minutes, something changed. Um, that's kind of, I, I am in that same mode where I'm just kind of anticipating something else to change, something else to, to throw us all out of whack. And, and, and I, so it's, it's just been, it's just an obviously a very, very bizarre time. Um, not just in the sports world, not just in the sports media world, but obviously in, in the world at large. Uh, I, I made the mistake today. Moses needed dog food. Um, he's running low and I made the mistake of going to Costco for it, which, oh my God, the, the scene at Costco is, whew, that, the, it was, it was, it was rough. Um, <laughs> to put it mildly, I didn't even get anything. I just turned around and left. But, uh, the point is, is like, I, I'm driving around. I, I, I'm, I'm still like kind of going out in the world a little bit. Cause you have to, you have to live your life, but the, I, I'm, I'm aware that the scene is weird. And I just, I, 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 I don't know. I, I feel like I wanted to say something. I wanted to go through my emotions of March Madness being canceled just for, for therapeutic reasons more than anything else, because it's just so bizarre, man. I, 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 I am certainly not the victim in this, the, the, uh, in terms of the March madness being canceled, like obviously the, the coronavirus part of it, um, 
there are real life victims, but like the, the March Madness being canceled, like the, the guys who I feel for the most for that are obviously the seniors that, that won't get their final shot at, at, you know, maybe not all of them are going to win a national championship, obviously, but they all had the opportunity to have their moment. You know, like think about how many guys we remember um, from NCAA tournament runs or even NCAA tournament moments that, that never made even, even made it to the sweet 16. There are guys that, that just had one great game and lost in the first round that you remember. There are guys just not having the opportunity to have those moments. I, I feel for the seniors and knowing you'll never get that opportunity again really sucks. I feel for um, the fan bases, man, of, of these schools. Like this was the theme of the season, the entire season was all of these schools that have never experienced these heights of the AP poll of, of where they're expected to be seated. You got like Baylor is ranked number one for long stretches of the season. And I know the season, the regular season didn't really end the way they wanted it to, but you have to think this was one of their best shots ever of going to a final four. You have Dayton, which is probably the, the, the one team I feel the, 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 the worst for the fan base. I feel the worst for just in that, one, like I'm obviously very biased if you've been following the show. Like we, we've been on the Dayton bandwagon for a long time. But um, just the fact that Dayton was actually very, very good. Like they were not it, – it wasn't a Baylor situation where uh, – or San Diego State, for example, where I, I feel for them as well. But like they, they weren't playing as well down the stretch. Like Dayton was playing unbelievable basketball. And they're never going to be here again. Dayton will never, ever, ever be here again as a program. Um, which isn't to say that they're never going to be good again, but they're never going to have a team like this. It's never going to feel quite like this where everything just kind of comes together and, and at the right time, at the right time in that city, for that city, uh, for what they've been through. Um, it just all was like kind of coming to a head for them and, and just to not have an opportunity to go on a special run. Whether they were going to the Final Four or not, it's kind of irrelevant, you know, because it was going to be awesome. No matter what happened, it was going to be awesome. It was going to be memorable. Um, I feel for them. I feel for for Creighton, for Florida State, all these fan bases, for Rutgers, who, who was going to make the tournament for the first time in God knows how long, for um, Penn State fans who, you know, just started watching college basketball halfway through this season. But, uh, you know, man, did they love it, what they saw. It sucks. Seton Hall is another one. I mean, you could go on and on of all these. Gonzaga. I mean, Gonzaga is a great program, but this team, they, they've never won a title. They've been the one Final Four. This team could have been the team that won them the title. Um, this was going to be a, 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 just a wild tournament and uh, to have it taken away from all these fan bases, it really, really sucks. But ultimately, listen, I think, I think it was the right call. I'm not a scientist. I, I don't study viruses for a living, obviously. Um, I did do one semester at Ohio State. I was declared pre-med and I do have a Twitter account though. So like in that regard, I kind of am a doctor, you could argue, maybe. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I, 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 I can't really speak to all that. Uh, I, I, I defer to the experts and they seem to, th they seem to think this is a pretty serious thing that's going on in this world. Um, so in that regard, it's the right call. But if you're asking me, um, should, what's more important playing March Madness, preserving, preserving the NCAA tournament that's gone on since 1939 and is maybe the single most important thing that happens every single year. Uh, in my life or saving some lives. Uh, who knows how many, I, I don't know what the figures would be, what they figure by, by doing the social distancing thing, how many lives are going to be saved from that? I don't know, but does it even really matter if you're telling me like, does it matter if it's a thousand or 10,000 or a hundred that I don't, 
doesn't matter because I think that's the play. I think that has to be the play. If you know that you can save lives, um, we have to figure it out. So in that regard, it was kind of a no brainer. It was, it was kind of bizarre how it all unfolded, obviously, in the sense, just the timeline of it all of, of the slow, I had a buddy it was a slow trickle that then became like, it, it was gradual and then sudden, I guess that's how they say it. Um, but I had one buddy that was like, man, this is so weird. Like it was, it was really not that big of a deal. And then suddenly it was like the biggest deal in the world. And I was like, yeah, man, it's almost like it went viral. <laughs> you idiot. That's what viral means. Um, but that's kind of how not only the virus obviously seems to be behaving like a virus, uh, but the, the response to it and that like, you, you hear these reports that the NCAA is considering possibly, maybe, will they, won't they, they don't know. They're just having initial conversations about maybe, doing something different for March Madness. And you're like, oh, okay. So they're, they're talking about it, but like nothing to get, nothing to panic about, nothing to get too crazy about. And then those conversations quickly over time, like suddenly turned into, we're going to play without fans. We're going to play these conference tournaments without fans. And we're going to cancel the conference tournaments. Now the NCAA tournament doesn't have fans. Now we're going to can't, and it just all like snowballed so fast. Um, it was such a bizarre, bizarre timeline. I think, like everyone else, I think the Gobert thing uh, really just changed everything. I think the moment that the, the Gobert news, on that day, on Wednesday, I was on my phone. Um, you, you got the little, the iPhone screen time counter. I have that thing set up, which, whew, I need that turned off. So I checked because I, at the end of the night, I was like, man, I feel like I've been on Twitter like all day, just refreshing Twitter, just trying to figure out what the hell's going on in the world because it, it changes every 10 minutes. Um, I checked before I went to bed. I was on my phone for 12 hours <laughs> and I'm not proud of it, but, um, yeah, that, that was, I mean, that, that might be the story I tell my grandkids. I'd be like, listen, kids, this was so bad that your grandpa was on his phone for 12 hours one day <laughs> trying to get the news. Uh, but I'm on my phone trying to get the updates of what's going on. And at the same time, I got all the, the, the conference tournaments are still going on. I was watching the Indiana Nebraska game. And it was just so wild because you see you see Rudy Gobert is is t tested positive, and then the Thunder Jazz game gets delayed, gets postponed. They just call it, and then all the games around the the NBA are are just getting called. And then you're seeing that unfold on Twitter, and then on my TV, you got the guys on the Big Ten Network that are calling this Indiana Nebraska game like the stakes have never been higher. It's a 14 seed versus an 11 seed for the opportunity to play for the opportunity, to play for the opportunity, to play for the opportunity to win a Big Ten tournament championship. This The stakes have never been higher. You're like throwing it to Mike Hall at halftime, and Mike Hall's like, guys, I talked to Fred Hoiberg, and he thinks that the way Nebraska gets back in this game, and you're like, this is so wild that the world is basically losing its mind. Like the, Outside of that little sphere, um, there's real shit going on. And yet, like inside the little bubble of college basketball, we're, we're wondering: can can Indiana hold on? Is this enough to? Is this win enough? Good enough for Indiana to to make the tournament now, or do they need to win one more and all that kind of stuff? And the same thing happened with the Big East tournament, where um, the next day it was hilarious. I mean, and I don't mean to like make light of it, but that just kind of. By the way, as an aside, like the, that's just kind of the weird vibe as well. Is like no one knows. Obviously, you don't want to joke about it. Obviously, there are real lives at stake. But it's just such like a bizarre, weird feeling that like no one, I, I, literally no one I know. And, and it, it seems like no one in America has really ever been through something like this. Um, certainly the vast majority of people have never been through like being put on lockdown kind of and told like, don't 
like the sports sports has never been through something like this in, in, in a very, very long time. So, um, the whole, the whole thing is bizarre. So I, I don't mean to make light of it, but it's just like, it, it, it's, it's just a weird, it's a weird thing. But, uh, back to the point, um, at the Big East tournament, God, that was, that was something to, 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 to have all these tournaments canceling and, and you're seeing, you wake up and right before tip all the, the SEC and the SEC was actually kind of later, but the big, the big 10, um, cancels and the ACC ends up canceling all these, all these tournaments are getting canceled. The big East is still playing and, uh, they cut in at like an under eight timeout in the first half, whatever it was. And, and they throw it to Rob Stone in, in, in LA FS one. And he's like, he's like, guys, breaking, breaking news, Rob Stone here, Fox sports, uh, all the tournaments around the country have been canceled for the most part. Um, this is very bad. Coronavirus is, is taking over all of the world. Uh, no more tournaments. The NCAA tournament, who knows what's going to happen? Is it going to be played? Is it not going to be played? We don't know. One thing we do know is St. John's is playing well. Let's, against Creighton, let's throw it back to the garden, guys. Take it away. <laughs> and it was just like, what are we doing? Like the whole scene. Um, and I don't mean to, I don't mean to obviously rip on my, my Fox colleagues because they were just calling the game and doing their jobs. It was just like the whole, it was in those moments where it just kind of illustrated how stupid this is. Like March Madness is the most important thing in the world to me, but at the same time, like what, like does any of this matter in the, in the grand scheme? It was like, we're trying to contain this, this pandemic, this literal pandemic that is claiming lives. Um, no, it doesn't matter. So, uh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I don't know what I, <laughs> for the next month. I, I have no idea. It's so bizarre on a personal level. Like when you cover college basketball, you get to a point where leading up to March Madness, you tell all your friends and family goodbye. You're like, I, you will not see me for another three, four weeks. Like I'm just going to disappear. Um, if you want to hear from me, listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's the only way you're ever going to hear from me. Uh, Cause I'm just going to go, I'm going to quarantine myself uh funny enough but i'm gonna be watching basketball and then making content around that um so to go from that to suddenly in the snap of a finger it's like no actually as it turns out i have all the free time in the world and i have nothing to do and i wake up every morning just like staring at the wall waiting and refreshing twitter hoping the news breaks that the coronavirus is actually not real and this has all been a joke and that the tournament's going to start as scheduled and and sorry guys sorry for the scare um that's kind of what you, you, I, I, that's, that's what I've, the, the, the situation I found myself in as a lot of you, you know, a, a lot of you that listen to the show are in the same boat and you, you love college basketball just as much as we do, which is why you listen to the show. So, um, anyway, I'm, I'm rambling. I understand a monologue is, is, does not make for great podcast entertainment. That is, uh, kind of the, not the point of podcasting. And, and for that, I apologize, but our hands were tied here. We wanted to put something out. We wanted to, to let you guys know that we do have a plan here. Um, but at the same time, we're human beings, man. We we don't know. We're, we're in this together. We're all citizens of the same world. So we have no idea what the hell tomorrow holds, what what announcement's going to be made from what authority and, and all that other stuff. So we're, we're going to do our best to, to put out shows every Tuesday and Friday about what I do not know. Um, we you know, we're hopeful. Maybe we'll do like the TNT classic move that we do where we, we, we watch uh, old classic games again and, and talk about them. I mean, that seems like an, a no brainer. So uh, perhaps we'll do that. I don't know when Tate's going to be healthy again, to be honest with you. Hopefully he's fine by Monday night. We've re- so we can record for Tuesday. 
Uh, if not, maybe I'll get a guest on. We'll, we'll figure it out. I, I know we'll figure it out. Um, we were just kind of stuck right now because we, we wanted to do a show, but uh, man, just the circumstances changed so fast and we weren't really, maybe we should have been better prepared for it, but uh, how do you really prepare for something like this? You never in a million years think the NCAA tournament's going to get canceled. Um, even, even, at, even when it felt like it was going that direction, even as all the stuff is trickling out and the Ivy League was the first to cancel and um, you realize coronavirus is like a serious thing and that the NCAA tournament was in jeopardy, you still thought like they're going to find a way, right? Like even, and I wasn't even doing the thing that a lot of people do what we're doing where they're like, it's just too much money as though people never really, uh, it never really crossed their mind that insurance policies exist. And they were like, the NCAA would never cancel. It's too much money. I just thought you, they wouldn't cancel because I just didn't want to envision a world without it. Like, honestly, I was just living in denial. I was like, they can't cancel because if they cancel, that means I have nothing to do in March and I need something to do. So for that, it's just, it's just selfishness. I, honestly, that's where I, that's why I can't believe that they canceled it. Um, but yeah, and, and by the way, as for the, uh, the cancellation versus postponement thing, um, you know, I, I should, I get, maybe I should save a lot of these thoughts for, for when Tate's here, we can bounce them off each other. Cause that's actually more interesting to listen to on a podcast than, than the ramblings of a man sitting in his kitchen. Uh, but just quickly, like my thoughts on the postponement idea versus the cancellation is I, I, I'm not gonna, I, obviously I would love for the postponement to happen. I would love to hold out hope. Um, but I think you start really thinking about it. You really sink your teeth into what could have happened. Um, and it was never, ever going to work. It, there, it was just, there's, so there's really no point in postponing it because beyond the logistics of it all, um, of just changing, getting all these venues set up and, and, um, figuring out like, what does the schedule actually look like? And, and I mean, the first, the first question is like, is like all the experts seem to think that by May, like we're not exactly going to be in a much better place anyway. So, um, may seem to be the sweet, sweet spot of when they would play the tournament. Uh, but by may, are we even going to be, you know, is, is the, the concern around the coronavirus even going to dissipate? Probably not, according to the experts. But let's let's pretend like it would have. Even even if on May first everything's fine and and we get word that everything's okay, um, you got it's, between now and then, all these guys are being sent back to their campuses, and every every five minutes on the you're seeing these schools closing around the country, and God knows how many schools are even open at this point. Uh, it does feel like every single school in the country has been closed now. Um, so you're sending all these guys back to their campuses. And, and then once they get to campus, they're students, so they're told to go back home. Um, and that's to say that none of these teams are going to be practicing between now and when the hypothetical, the May, the quote-unquote May madness would start. None of these teams would be practicing between now and then. None, most of the guys would not be working out because the guys being sent home aren't going to have access to any sorts of gyms. And even maybe they could go to their high school gyms, but maybe, who knows, like if – if they go back to their hometown, maybe their high schools are on lockdown and like it's a state mandate that like all public schools have to be shut down. So like where the hell are these guys even going to work out? Um, you're basically saying for a month and a half, take uh, just go sit on your couch and wait till you get the call on May 1st and we'll start the tournament where with all these guys that have not worked out for a month and a half, have not practiced together. And then you throw them on a court. A lot of them have professional aspirations, obviously. Some of them are going to get drafted. And you're going to throw them out on court a month or two before the draft. And, and they have not worked out for a month and a half. And now the stakes 
are just as high as they always are. National championships online. I don't know. Like all that's just like a small sliver of it. And then on top of it, you throw in the, the, the booking, the venues, the traveling, the, um, just all, all of all that goes into it, the the insurance policy. Who knows if what the NCAA's insurance like? If they try to salvage the tournament, does the insurance pay out? I'm sure that went into it. So there you go. All the all the people that love talking about um, how the NCAA is always motivated by money. There's a there's a theory for you that if they play the NCAA tournament in any form, the insurance won't pay them out in full. So they're like, screw it, we're not going to play. I don't know, but uh, I do know it made it actually did make sense to me that they would just cancel it because. Listen, like it was never going to be played anyway. Is that what we really wanted was for them to string us along and make us think that this thing was going to happen? Because I, 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 yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> I've given it more thought. That's what I wanted. I have nothing to do with my life. What are we going to do? Um, anyway, uh, that's it. That's all I really had is I, 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 I thought we should do something. Uh, uh, I, I I thought it was important to just kind of do like an initial thought. Um, if nothing else for me, man, like just therapeutic for me, it's a weird feeling to, to be so geared up, to have all this like energy build up, um, ready to just be shot out of a cannon and, and cover March madness and then not have anywhere to put it at this point. So we're going to find a way, man, we're going to do our, the best we can. It obviously won't be the same. It's obviously not going to be anywhere close to as cool as it would have been to watch this, this tournament unfold. But, um, we are going to do our best to, continue to put out shows twice a week. Uh, and we're going to do our best to try to make March fun. Uh, we're going to figure it out. College basketball is the greatest thing in the world. Uh, Tate and I both love it. I, I, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to cry. Um, but there's a reason that we like Tate and I watch a lot of sports. We watch every sport that's played. We watch a lot of NFL. We watch a lot of NBA. We watch a lot. I watch hockey, believe it or not. Not a ton, but I do watch a little bit of hockey. Um, there's a reason we talk about college basketball and not all sports. Like if we wanted to make this podcast profitable, we would just talk about the NFL. We would talk about the most important sports in this country. But we don't because we love college basketball. And that's what we love more than anything. We want that we talk about college basketball because we love college basketball. Because when March happens, it's the greatest thing ever. Uh, even when Tate's team sucks like they do this year, even when my team is not the best team in the country because it's not November or December anymore, um, we still love it. We Even when our teams get our hearts ripped out, we love March Madness more than anything in the world, and, and we love doing this show and, and celebrating the greatest month of the year with you guys. Uh, and it sucks because that's taken from us, but at the same time, there are things that are bigger in life, and, and we understand that, but... We're going to do our best to make it fun. So uh, I, I am not going to make any promises in this, just in the sense that um, we have no idea what the world is going to throw, what the landscape of all of this is going to be. Um, but I am going to make a promise in that I, as I sit here today, right now, I plan on doing two shows a week. We plan on trying to find ways to make March fun and, and, and do and, do the classic rewatch of games and, and all that kind of stuff um, and, and figure out guests we could have on to, to, to make this um, a celebration of what should have been a fun tournament. Um, but in the meantime, it sucks. And uh, yeah, pour one out for the uh, 2020 tournament. Um, we, we will, we will probably have to do another one of these type like uh, debriefing when take gets back. Cause I have so many more thoughts and, and there's, more of a eulogy that needs to happen for this thing. But um, 
that's it. That's all I got for now. Uh, thank you guys for, for listening. I'm, I'm sorry I rambled on so much, but, uh, you know, it's a weird time. Stay safe, love, hug your loved ones. Unless they're not advising you to do that, then call your loved ones, tell them you love them, all that kind of stuff. Keep, keep life in perspective. There are more important things than the tournament, but not that many more important things, if we're being honest. There are not that many more important things. See you guys.